As for the next point, point number 123, then Imam al-Barbahari, rahimahullah, he said, وَالْمَكَاسِبُ مَا بَانَ لَكَ سِحَّتُهُ فَهُوَ مُطْلَقٌ إِلَّا مَا ظَهَرَ فَسَادُهُ وَإِنْ كَانَ فَاسِدًا يَأْخُذُ مِنَ الْفَسَادِ مَمْ سَكَتَ نَفْسِهِ وَلَا تَقُولُ أَتْرُكُ الْمَكَاسِبَ وَآخُذُ مَا أَعْطَوْنِي لَمْ يَفْعَلْ هَذَا الصَّحَابَةُ وَلَا الْعُلَمَاءُ إِلَى زَمَانِنَا هَذَا وقال أمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه كسب فيه بعض كسب فيه بعض الدنيا خير من الحاجة إلى الناس إمام البرهاري رحمه الله said a means of earning whose correctness is clear to you are permissible except for that whose corruptness becomes apparent and if it is corrupt then he takes from that which is corrupt the amount sufficient to sustain himself and you should not say I shall abandon all earnings and just take what people will give to me the companions did not do this nor the scholars up to this time of ours and Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu anhu said earnings of which a part is from a lowly source are better than being in need of the people Sheikh Fawzan he said and just before actually moving into the explanation with regard to the narration of Umar ibn al-Khattab and they mentioned the footnote here this is reported this report from Umar is reported by Ibn Abi Dunya in the book Islah al-Mal and some of the other some of the others who do foot, have done footnotes to the different editions of Sharf uh, al-Sunnah they mention it's also reported by Ibn Hibban in his book Al-Thiqat and Ibn Abdul Bar in his book Al-Tamheed and that Al-Hafidh Ibn Hajar mentions it in fact Al-Bari and remains, that he remains silent about it and Khalid al-Radadi mentioned in his footnotes that his chain of narration is nadhu la ba'sabihi. His chain of narration is, is alright. As for the explanation, when Shaykh al-Fawzan said on this point, he's saying, وَالْمَكَاسِبُ مَا بَانَ لَكَ سِحَّتُهُ فَهُوَ مُطْلَقٌ And means of earning whose correctness is clear to you are permissible. He said, he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, إِنَّ الْحَلَالَ بَيِّنْ وَإِنَّ الْحَرَامَ بَيِّنْ وَبَيْنَهُمَا أُمُورٌ مُشْتَبِهَاتٌ لَا يَعْلَمُهُنَّ كَثِيرٌ مِنَ النَّاسِ فَمَنِ اتَّقَى الشُّبُهَاتِ فَمَنِ اتَّقَى الشُّبُهَاتِ فَقَدْ اسْتَبْرَأَ لِدِينِهِ وَإِرْضِهِ Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, that which is lawful is clear and that which is forbidden is clear and between the two of them are matters which are unclear many of the people do not know them so whoever keeps away from the doubtful matters 
then he has safeguarded his religion and his honor. In the footnote, the mention reported by Al-Bukhari and Muslim, you'll find it in the Sahih of Al-Bukhari, Hadith number 52, and reported by Muslim, as Hadith 1599. From a Hadith of Al-Nu'man ibn Bashir, radiallahu anhumah. Then Shaykh Fazan said, having quoted this Hadith, so that which is lawful, halal, That which is clear, that which is clearly lawful, may be taken. Because the underlying principle with regard to dealings is that they are permissible. Unless it becomes clear that it is something forbidden. He said, and likewise, that which is forbidden is made cl- has been made clear. He the Most High said, حُرِّمَتْ عَلَيْكُمُ الْمَيْتَةُ وَالْدَّمُ وَلَحْمُ الْخِنْزِيرِ وَمَا أُهِلَّ لِغَيْرِ اللَّهِ بِهِ Surah Al-Ma'idah, the fifth surah, ayah three, with the explanation. There has been made forbidden for you carrion, dead meat, dead animals, animals that have died, unslaughtered, and blood, and the flesh of swine, meat of pigs, and that which is slaughtered for other than Allah. Sheikh Abouzan said, and likewise lotteries and gambling and khamar, intoxicants, this is forbidden by the text of the Quran. As a side point, you'll find the like of that in Surah Ma'idah, the fifth surah, ayahs 90 to 91. So as the Sheikh said, then lotteries, gambling, intoxicants, this is forbidden by the text of the Quran. And likewise the prohibition of stealing and robbing and devouring the wealth of the people unjustly this is clearly forbidden and that which is unclear which may not be known about whether it is lawful or forbidden because of the fact that the evidences counter each other then regarding this a person should withhold until it becomes clear. This is the principle laid down by Allah's Messenger and it is an apparent and clear principle. And this is the meaning of the saying of the author here except for that whose corruption becomes apparent. Then he said, he's saying, وَإِن كَانَ فَاسِدًا يَأْخُذُ مِنَ الْفَسَادِ مَمْسَكَةَ نَفْسِهِ And if it is something corrupt, then he may take from that which is corrupt, some of the versions it has, مِنَ الْفَاسِدِ Then he may take from that which is corrupt, enough to just sustain himself. Sheikh Fawzan said, this is the issue of Ad-Darura. This is the issue of dire necessity. So if a person fears for himself that he will die, if he doesn't eat, then he should eat from what he has. <coughs> Enough that will sustain his life. Even if it is from the wealth 
of someone else besides him. And even if this is wealth which is forbidden, even if it is meter, carrion, in unslotted meat, or the like, or other than that, or other than that, he should eat from it on account of the dire necessity, the darora, so that he does not die. He the Most High said, إِنَّمَا حَرَّمَ عَلَيْكُمُ الْمَيْتَةُ وَالْدَّمَ وَلَحْمَ الْخِنْزِيرِ وَمَا أُحِلَّ بِهِ لِغَيْرِ اللَّهِ فَمَنِ اضْطُرَّ غَيْرَ بَاغٍ وَلَا عَادٍ فَلَا إِثْمَ عَلَيْهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ غَفُورٌ رَحِيمٌ Surah Al-Baqarah, 2nd Surah, Ayah 173 With the explanation, He has only forbidden for you, Allah the Most High has only forbidden for you, carrion, unslaughtered meat, and blood, and the flesh of swine, pig meat, and that which has been slaughtered for other than Allah. So whoever is in a case of dire necessity, not seeking after it, and not going beyond the limit, then there will be no sin upon him. Indeed, Allah forgives extensively and is merciful. Shaykh Fawzan said, so therefore you take from the haram, you take from that which is forbidden, that which will sustain your life for you. Then you withhold from the rest. And he said, وَقَدْ فَصَّلَ لَكُمْ مَا حَرَّمَ عَلَيْكُمْ إِلَّا مَا تُرِرْتُمْ إِلَيْهِ Surah Al-An'am, the 6th Surah, I-119, with the explanation. And he, Allah the Most High, has clearly explained whatever he has made forbidden for you. <coughs> Except what you come to be in dire need of. Shaykh Fawzan said, so there is no forbiddance along with dire need. فَلَا حَرَامَ مَعَ There is no forbiddance along with dire need. Then he said, he's saying, وَلَا تَقُولُوا أَتْرُقُ الْمَكَاسِبُ وَآخُذُ مَا أَعْطَوْنِي And do not say, I will leave off all forms of earning and I will just take whatever they give to me. Shaykh Fawzan said, some people say, I am mutawakkil, I am depending upon Allah. I will just sit down for worship and for seeking knowledge and the people will give to me. This is not permissible. Rather it is upon you to seek provision that will suffice you and suffice your wife and your children and whoever is in your house. It is upon you to seek provision and this is a part of ibadah. This is a part of worship. So do not sit hoping for the charity of the people. Rather, it is upon you to seek provision. Allah the Majestic and Most High said, وَتَزَوَّدُوا فَإِنَّ خَيْرَ الزَّادِ التَّقْوَى Surah Al-Baqarah, second surah, ayah 197. With the explanation, and take provision. And indeed the best of provision is taqwa, dutifulness to Allah. Then Shaykh Fawzan said, he's saying, لَمْ يَفْعَلْ هَذَا الصَّحَابَةِ 
The companions did not do this, nor did the scholars up to this time of ours. He said, This action, which is to sit and not seek provision, and to look to what the people have in their hands, this was not done by anyone. So this action was not done, which is to, meaning to sit and not seek provision and to look for what the people have in their hands. This was not done by anyone from the companions of Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And they were the ones who were the most dutiful to Allah from the people. Indeed, they were the greatest worshippers of Allah, the mighty and majestic, from the people. Rather, they were people of work. There were amongst them farmers, and there, was, there were amongst them traders, who performed trade, buying and selling. And from them was Abu Bakr, and from them was Az-Zubayr ibn al-Awwam, and from them was Abdurrahman ibn Awf, and from them was Uthman ibn Affan. They were people of property. They would buy and sell. And they were the most noble ones from the companions. And they used to spend in charity in Allah's cause. And they used to equip armies from their own wealth. They did not abandon seeking provision. So Abu Bakr used to buy and sell. And he used to assist Allah's Messenger. Since Allah sent him as a prophet in Mecca. And he aided him from his own wealth, radiallahu anhu, in his famous stances. He would, he would feed the needy. And he would buy slaves who were, being pun who were being tortured. And he would set them free, such as Bilal and other than him. He did not leave off earning and say, I will just sit and worship Allah. And I am from the companions of Allah's Messenger. Then Shaykh Fawzan finished by saying, he's saying, وَقَالَ أُمَرَ بْنُ الْخَطَّابِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ كَسْبٌ فِيهِ بَعْضُ الدَّنِيَّةِ خَيْرٌ مِّنَ الْحَاجَةِ إِلَى النَّاسِ And Umar ibn al-Khattab رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ said, earning which has within it something from a lowly source is better than having need of the people. Shaykh Fawzan said, so you're carrying out a trade which is a lowly trade, it's something lowly, something looked down upon. Dana'a, it has something within it, lowly, it's also something that people look down upon. So you're carrying out a trade which has something lowly within it, such as hijama, such as cupping, that you take from it wages which you spend upon yourself is better than begging from the people and lowering, one, lowering oneself to them. And that's where Shaykh Fawzan ends explanation on this point. And so just finally, a small side point or two points. Firstly, Shaykh Ahmad al-Najmi, he said in explanation, he said, I say, the meaning of this speech is that you do, do not withhold from lawful earning, 
even if it contains something lowly. Rather, earning from an occupation, which is a lowly occupation, will be better for you than begging from the people. And earning, which has something lowly in it, <coughs> refers to that which has things within it which some people count as being lowly, such as cupping, hijama, and such as the job of the barber, the hair cutter, what they call him these days, the barber, and selling certain things which are regarded as being lowly, as long as it is not haram, forbidden. So the believer should say, earning which contains something lowly, is better than having a need of the people. And then the Shaykh said, a point of note, that which is permissible, lawful, for you to earn from. As for his saying that he can take from that which is corrupt, enough to, which is enough to support himself, then the meaning of that is that he can take from that which is corrupt, that which will sustain his life, if he has a dire need of it such as carrion, dead meat, unslaughtered meat. And whatever is beyond that, then it is not permissible for you to draw near it. He's saying, and do not say, I will leave off earning, and just take whatever they give me. The Sheikh said, meaning, it's not permissible for you to leave off earning, just on account of the fact that it is something which may demean you, may lower you, and that instead you beg of the people. Rather take from lawful earning whatever will retain your self-respect from the people and from begging from them, even if that is something which demeans you somewhat. He said, he's saying, whatever it becomes clear to you that it's lawful, then that is permissible, meaning it's lawful. And it is permissible for you to earn from it and to pursue it. Allah is the one who grants success. And finally, point that Sheikh Salih al-Suhaymi Allah made he, on this point he also mentioned the hadith of Al-Nu'man ibn Bashir that the lawful is clear and that which is forbidden is clear and between them the hadith that we had in the chapter Sheikh al-Suhaymi said so the underlying principle in affairs is permissibility whether it be things that you eat or things that you wear or things that you drink or transport things that you ride or possessions. The underlying principle with regard to them is permissibility. Until there comes a text to forbid it from the legislation. So if there comes a text prohibiting it, then it is binding to stop. And likewise, whatever leads to something which is corrupt will itself be corrupt. And then he gave an example, he said, an example of that is selling weapons to the disbelievers. So selling weapons itself is something lawful. However, if you sell to the disbelievers so that they can fight with them against the Muslims, then it becomes something forbidden. And another example of that is with regard to selling dates or selling grapes. Then it is something permissible. But if you sell them to someone about whom it is known that he is going to make wine from them, then it becomes forbidden. And everything which results from something corrupt is itself corrupt. 
and everything which leads to something corrupt, then it is likewise corrupt. Alhamdulillah,